On this episode of Things That Matter, I have a very important conversation with my dear friend Ephraim Buckle from South London, so stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Things That Matter. I'm Brian Broderson, and it's great to have you with us today. And I'm in the studio with um, a very, very dear friend, and uh, this is Ephraim Buckle. Ephraim, welcome. Thank you. To Things That Matter. Welcome to California. Thank you. <laughs> um, Ephraim and I uh, go way back many, many years to London, mm -hmm. and so today uh, it's great to have him in the studio, and we're just going to have a, a conversation today, but I, I want to give a little background, you know, a little history mm -hmm. to, to our audience. So uh, 20 plus years ago, um, my family and I, we went to London and we, we planted a church. And uh, as we were just there in the formative stages in the early days, uh, three young guys walked in the door one evening and Ephraim was one of them. And uh, the Lord just connected us from that point And we've uh, been wonderfully connected ever since. Amen. Yeah. And uh, so Ephraim, you are, uh, you're pastoring um, Ecclesia or Ecclesia, mm -hmm. that, that's a guy, you know. That's the South London way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, South London way of saying it, yeah. Ecclesia. Yeah, so it's a, this, is, this is a church in South London. Yeah. And you've also uh, come on the staff of London City Mission, mm -hmm. I have, yeah. a, a mission that is 150 Eight, years old. 180. 180 years uh, old, yeah. yeah. Plus. Yeah, and I remember in London, I remember London City Mission and we had some connections even back then. That's right. And um, so, and you know, you have uh, formerly with Rob uh, Prendergast, you guys who made up the uh, hip hop group MOD. Yeah. And um, so you've been in urban ministry mm -hmm. ever since I've known you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And over 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And so, so you're continuing on in that. So, um, you're in one of the greatest cities in the world. In my opinion, it is the greatest city oh, well, in the world. I'm not going to argue with you there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all love London. Um, but so let, let's talk about, um, you know, some of the stuff that you guys um, have done. Mm -hmm. Now, as I mentioned, you know, formerly with MOD and the hip hop and the mm -hmm. outreaches and you and I have done on the stuff on the streets in London and we've, we've been all over the place doing that. Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit, kind of just a little bit of background about that. Yeah. And I don't think you're doing that so much these days, right? No, 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 not so much at all. Yeah, you're, you're more helping the younger generation. That's do it. right. But kind yeah. of give us just a quick sort of a overview of yeah. that. Yeah, so fundamentally, I mean, we were in a place where we desired to reach our community. Mm -hmm. um, we desired to reach our peers and our friends, our families, um, our neighbors, and we recognized that they weren't coming to church. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a, a certain degree of um, disillusionment, if you like. And so um, we were just prayerfully considering ways of engaging people sufficiently um, in order to be able to give them the gospel. Yeah. And um, so we started considering different angles and then we kind of landed on music almost by accident. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I used to sing in church growing up. Mm -hmm. I, I, I used to listen to rap, but behind closed doors because it was, you know, it was yeah. forbidden. <laughs> and um, Rob never rapped before becoming a Christian and, and using it for ministry. Um, but then we got invited to go and share a, a young offenders prison. 
And Rob's like, oh, you know, I've, I've been doing some writing and I heard it and I was like, I could put a little bit of singing in with this. And mm -hmm. that's kind of how it, it, yeah. it blossomed. And we went and, you know, just prayerfully shared it and it really engaged the, the young offenders. Mm -hmm. And so we was like, mm, okay, maybe this is it. Yeah. And so after that, we just began to give ourselves to it in earnest, not with, you know, back in those days, there was no YouTube, there was no internet, there was yeah, yeah. no, there wasn't even <laughs> self-stardom, let alone, you know, <laughs> trying to get onto a label or anything like that. It was yeah. just purely as a ministry tool. Yeah. We want to engage people. Yeah. And so we wrote songs and we took them out on the streets and into schools yeah. and into prisons. And we'd done most of our ministry outside of the context of the church. Yeah. You know, 90% was, was mm -hmm. just amongst unbelievers. Yeah. Um, and then we, we got involved with the Notting Hill Carnival yep. outreach, which became the God Corner. And so, you know, you, you, yeah. you've been and the, and, the, and the Notting Hill Carnival, just for our audience, is the largest uh, street carnival, festival. street festival yeah. in Europe. Absolutely. And yeah. It's second largest in the world outside of Rio. Yeah. And yeah. tens of thousands of people on the streets of London. Mm -hmm. Well, a million people a day at its height. Yeah. Literally. A million people a day. Yeah. yeah. Well, no wonder it was so crowded out there those times. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, and yes, I mean, I, I've seen the Lord just use you guys in such an extraordinary ways in, in those kinds of contexts. But, you know, you were, you were part of the church that I was pastoring. Mm. Uh, you guys came in and you really became, you know, you weren't just like church attenders. I mean, you were really part of the ministry. You were part of the ministry team mm. and... Um, and then I left London to come back to California. And as I was leaving, you know, and I had hinted to you guys, of course, over the years, you yeah. know, that I've really felt like God, God was gonna send you out to yeah. plant a church. We were and, trying to hear that, you know that, right? <laughs> you know, no, no, you were, no, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. But you know, it came down to, uh, to me, it was just obvious that yes, mm. this was the call, this was the time. And so you guys went. Now, we, it, it, our church were, was in central London in, in the Victoria area, Westminster. Mm. And, but you guys had come over from south London, mm. and you'd always had that burden for the, the community you grew up in. Mm. Mm. And so that's where God's got you today. Absolutely. You're doing urban ministry. So talk, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing right now. And, and in that urban context, and of course, we're talking to people that... Um, are in all kinds um, of different places um, and you yeah. know need to know about this. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think one of the things that really kind of compelled us to um, heed your good guidance and the, the leading of the Lord and to go into South London and plant the work was that we really saw that there was a need for um, something that was quite unique in our experience of church yeah. as that we you know encountered at Calvary. And that was having a commitment to scripture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'd, we'd never heard of line by line, verse by verse teaching, um, exposition, you know. Yeah. And so in that sense, we um, had been so blessed by it and recognized that this is really what people need in order to genuinely and healthily engage with God and grow in, in relationship with Jesus. And so, you know, going into South London, we became somewhat of an anomaly because there are so few churches um, that are not only just teaching the Bible, I mean, just that alone yeah. is, is, is a rarity <laughs> right, yeah. um, in many ways. But then at the same time, often those that are teaching the Bible are so culturally enclaved and removed from the community and, and the culture that they're just inaccessible. Mm -hmm. And there's great teaching going on there, but no one in the community would ever know or care because culturally they're just so far removed and, and so mm -hmm. alienated 
And so um, we, we planted the church um, and we first started in Dulwich and then we moved a couple of times and we're now, we've now got a, a church home in Lewisham mm -hmm. um, where, you know, by God's great grace, we have our own building. Yeah. Um, and that's through partnership with London City Mission. Mm -hmm. And so it means for the first time we're a community church mm -hmm. um, and we're based on a, on a housing estate um, or you might call them housing projects here. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of, it's a new build. Yeah. And so it's got, it's, it's not got that same kind of grimy character yeah. of some of the older housing projects yeah. in, in London yeah. um, and in South London. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, I want you to talk about that for a second because mm. most people go to London as tourists. Mm. And of course, when you go to London as a tourist, you're seeing all of these absolutely amazing things, you know, whether it's Tower Bridge or it's mm. Parliament Big Ben or mm. it's, um, you know, one of the other monuments, mm. you know, mm. and you're there just going, wow, London is just such a wonderful place. Yeah, but yeah. all you got to do is, you know, just turn wrong down a street here, go yeah. through a back alley, cross the river. Yeah. Um, just talk a little bit about life in South London for the average South Londoner. Yeah, yeah. So um, London is a, a hugely cosmopolitan place, as you know. Yeah. Um, people from all different nationalities and backgrounds and so on. And South London over the years has... Um, got a very large population of people from Africa and the Caribbean, mm -hmm. um, West Africa in particular, mm -hmm. um, Nigeria, Ghana, um, Jamaica and other islands, and coming to England, coming to London, have kind of settled in communities within South London. Yeah. South London is huge. Yeah. Um, London is a city of cities, I say, yeah, sure. um, in real terms when you look at it compared to others. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about a big area, yeah. South London. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got some very defined communities mm -hmm although integrated. Yeah. And so within that, as in um, many built up areas, you kind of get some of the, the, the issues, the sin issues manifesting in ways that are maybe common to what would be considered the hood. Yeah. So if you think of somewhere like Watts um, or Compton or South Central or mm -hmm. those types of places, yeah. that will begin to conjure up a yeah. sense of what South London is like in parts. Yeah. And obviously there are, you know, really nice parts, sure. leafy yeah. and, you know, well-to-do affluent parts. Yeah. Um, but they're often very much neighboring, mm -hmm. um, you know, just areas of real deprivation, yeah. high crime. Yeah. You know, our borough, Lewisham Borough, has over the past few years had the highest incidences of knife crime yeah. and young people being killed um, by, yeah. by stabbing. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's right now it's a problem. It's a huge problem in yeah, London. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of yeah. context. And, I, I, and like I said, I don't, I don't think the average person that thinks of London even has any idea that that is part of the reality mm. in London. So, so you guys, of course, you, I mean, you started young. You're mm. kind of older now. But I am. So I've been reminded a few times <laughs> <laughs> over the course of, uh, of the conference. Yes. Yeah. So you started young, and obviously your objective was to reach those young men and women yeah. in, in South London and around London, but those who are, are you know, into drugs mm. and into crime mm. and into, you know, just that whole scene. And then, of course, since I was there, you've had this, um, this, this homegrown terror thing that's grown up mm. in the midst of London as well, which really wasn't an issue. True. Right. Back, you know, back mm. 20 years mm. ago. Mm. But it's very much an issue today. Yeah. I mean, we, we were having um, some um, 
sessions, like training sessions on Muslim evangelism. Mm -hmm. And we had a brother who's um, runs a, a, a team called Christian Islamic Dialogue. Mm -hmm. And so he was doing some work. Um, he's, he's from out of Phoenix, actually, a, a Calvary chapel in that area there. And um, he was doing some work in, we were in the hall and our, all our sort of walls are glass facing the street so people walking past can see. And he had some, a little bit of Arabic on the board and some surahs and so on. Mm -hmm. And we had a couple of Muslims come in mm -hmm. and they were kind of like, what's going on here? And it's not evidently a church building. So they were yeah. kind of thinking it's community center. Maybe there's some Muslim teaching going yeah, on, you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, they were British born. Mm -hmm. And we began to kind of talk with them uh, mm -hmm. about the, the Quran and so on. And they, um, when we spoke with Daniel, the, 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 the trainer afterwards, he, you know, he was saying that he sees more commitment and earnestness to Islam in those who are converts to in Islam in mm. Britain mm. than those who are born of a, of a Muslim heritage. Yeah. Um, he's, there's, a, there's an earnestness now. Obviously, there's a lot they, they don't understand sure. because they're given a very sort of marginalized view of yeah. Islam, which is often quite radicalized. Mm -hmm. But um, nonetheless, those who are more cultural Muslims mm -hmm. don't know the Quran as well as some of these British born. Yeah. And so that goes to show the kind of um, challenge that we have, that we're engaging with, mm -hmm. when we're engaging with those who yeah. are British converts to yeah. Islam. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they go hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, with that, it's, um, it can be quite a challenge to grapple with them sure. in terms of actually yeah. presenting the gospel that they are at least to some extent aware of. Mm -hmm. It's been in the background in their lives yeah. and to the extent where it's not really had an impression, they don't really respect yeah. it, they have no regard for it. Yeah. And they're now given to Islam, yeah. which in their mind opposes that. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah I remember a couple of years ago, there, and you of course remember this incident where there was a soldier that was murdered on the streets mm. by a couple of Islamists. Mm. And the guy, the main perpetrator, was had grown up in a Christian home, yeah, yeah. a Christian background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, a Nigerian yeah. um, guy. And <clears throat> it's interesting because that incident happened just a f uh, couple of miles away from the church. Yeah. And that was in Woolwich, South London. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was really challenging. Uh, uh, the, the whole situation was just, you know, absolutely devastating. It was horrifying. Mm -hmm. They literally endeavored to hack this soldier's head off. Yeah, yeah. Just using mm -hmm. kitchen knives. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And so um, once they had been captured, um, the, the police actually captured them alive, so they're now in prison. Mm -hmm. um, and the, 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 the main guy, I think his name was Michael, um, he is regarded to be the most um, dangerous prisoner mm. in, um, in the UK. Wow. Not, not merely because, oh, he's somebody who's inclined to be violent and kill other prisoners and so mm -hmm. on, but because he is incessantly committed to radicalizing mm -hmm. whoever come, he comes into contact mm -hmm. with. Amazing. Now, this wow. is a British-born guy. Yeah. But the thing that really struck me at the time was there was a sister who lived streets away from where it happened. Mm -hmm. And we, um, the, 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 the next day, um, we met up and she was in floods of tears. And it didn't surprise me, obviously. It was, I mean, everybody in South London was impacted by it. Yeah. You know, emotionally sure. moved. And um, she was in floods of tears and I was there, you know, just trying to um, just give her a chance to just, just express just where, where she's at and how she's feeling. And, and she said, to my intense surprise, she said, what's gonna happen to them now? Because, I mean, they were caught, we all thought they would just be killed on sight. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they were killed, they were caught alive. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And taken to prison and taken mm-hmm. through the legal process. Mm-hmm. And her concern was that these guys are now public enemy number one. And how are they going to hear the gospel? Mm-hmm. Who's going to have any mm-hmm. kind of compassion or interest mm-hmm. in them actually mm-hmm. being exposed to the gospel? Yeah. And that absolutely blew my mind. And that really spoke to me so tangibly about the love of Christ mm. and even such that it would be to the, yeah. the, the worst of sinners. Yeah. Yeah. That these guys would be needing the gospel. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I was just um, really deeply convicted by the Lord that mm. um, they are still people made in His image. Yeah. And they've done terrible, terrible things, yeah. which no one would disagree is terrible. Yeah. And yet the gospel is still for them, still for them. and yeah. others like them. Yeah. And that's really helped to condition that my, my view and my approach to people who are, of, uh, you know, who are Islamic, who, who are Muslims, yeah. um, in terms of not having such a hard heart toward them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because there's no doubt that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it would be very easy for me to yeah. have a hard heart. Yeah, and this is something that I think all, all Christians um, have to grapple with mm. because there is that um, e- e- understandably there is that sense like you know these guys are they, they want to kill us they want to do us harm they want to destroy our churches or you know you see of course Pakistan you see uh, different mm. situations in Africa so yeah and you know we're, we're at a pastor's conference right now and you spoke this week and part of what you talked about was that kind of you know mm. heart for the the person who would otherwise be an enemy mm. loving your enemies absolutely jesus said that right yeah. you said that jesus said that and mm-hmm. and he did mean your enemies not absolutely